Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. The Team Never Quit podcast is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Partner with Navy Federal Credit Union to pay down credit card debt. Learn more at navyfederal.org. All right, everybody, welcome back to the TNQ Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Luttrell. Every week, it's my job to fire you up, to ignite the legend inside of you, and to push you to your greatness. Join me every week as I take you into my briefing room with some of the most hard-charging people on the planet. They're going to show you how to embrace the suck of life, teach you the values of working your ass off, and charge through whatever life throws at you. This is the Team Never Quit Podcast. Podcast. So buckle up, buttercup. Hey everybody, Hunter here. Welcome back to another episode of Team Never Quit Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening in, and please don't forget to subscribe. Today we're going to change it up a little bit and have more of an internal podcast between us. Going to throw it back to 2022, give a little recap, something I'm pretty excited about, uh, even for us kind of listening through it. That being said, we'll still start it off with our Patreon question of the day which is, what is society doing now that in 20 years will be looked back at, laughed at, and ridiculed? I think it's using an iPhone, because by then we'll have some little magic chip that slips into your fingers. Uh, Social media, like the social media, (laughs) that kind of stuff. You just think about it and it posts. Yeah, there's <laughs> going to be some super crazy weird Arguing, shit. Uh, us arguing over color and some of the stuff we're fighting over. Uh, yeah. 20 years, that's a long time. They'll, they'll look back on that and be like, man, what, wow. what, what in the hell? Yeah. Well, 20 years ago, well, 25 year, years ago, when Hunter was like that was barely awesome born, time. I did not have a cell phone. Cell phones back then were super expensive. It was a bag phone. It was, you had to have, a, you had to pay like by the minute. You had to pay like a subscription fee and by the minute. And I just didn't have the money to do that. So um, if I would have been told 20 years ago or 25 years ago that today I could literally do everything from a little device that I hold in my phone, like everything, work, pay my bills, order groceries to be delivered to the door, um, order my son's school supplies to be delivered the next day. Like, literally, I can do anything and everything. I, we traveled Italy and FaceTime our grandparents. Oh. Like That thing not only can do that, it can make other people do things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, like, yeah. when we show up, when she plans a trip, we show up, there's people waiting. They yeah. already know what to, That thing... <laughs> That's why I call it a communicator. Yeah. I mean, depending on how you use it, man, it can think about that. That's, that's somebody said it. It might have been you, man. It's like reaching down, like your apps 
or, or, or doorways or windows yeah. into some kind of whatever, and you reach into that phone, you pull out anything. Oh, yeah. But 25 years ago, I would have never in my wildest dreams... Nobody saw that. ...imagined that I'd be able to do all of this. So that's why I say the iPhone now in 20 to 25 years will be completely obsolete. We'll laugh at it just like yeah. the bag phone We'll be reference. like, oh, that old honky thing like we think of as a cassette tape player yeah. or we'll have the ai chips by then well just everything's just, just gonna get synced more into the head. yeah sophisticated yeah. or not sophisticated but um the how fast and sharp in, in the way we use it like the humans stay the same if you walk mm-hmm. outside i mean there ain't much matter yeah. of fact it can go backwards yeah if you get too twisted up in that stuff i'll tell you what doesn't change braces <laughs> Our kids have the same freaking braces that I had to get when I was 15 years old, and I'm four, almost 44, and we I just took the kids to the orthodontist, and they have to get the same damn thing. We talked about that. I, I just think that's so weird. No, yeah. no, 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 it's not. Yeah. One, one, because when you're going through that phase, your funky body phase, and then they strap <laughs> iron to your mouth, just like we had to go through it, it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. I know. So I think that that won't change. No, it probably won't. Yeah. That's like going to be a funny. forever thing. It is. It's just funny looking. Yeah. I mean, you put our kids in braces, how many years early? Nine? <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I didn't want them She's to have She's still getting braces. I was like, what? <laughs> They're not even teething that head. <laughs> I didn't want them to have it in high school like I did. I hear you. Uh, well, yeah. All right. I, that's yeah. I don't make calls when that's outside my pay. That's above my <laughs> yeah, pay grade. That's mama grade. stuff. I just do what I'm told when it comes to that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was a, a good, good wrap up. All right. So this episode, we are gonna do a fl- uh, like a flashback to 2022. Um, this is just an internal chat. We've got Marcus, myself, Hunter, and John. Andrew is transitioning out. Um, he's focusing on his beefy marketing. Um, and Hunter is transitioning in, and we're super excited to have Hunter as part of the team. Very excited to be back. Yes. It's going to be fun now. I mean, because I, I can yell at him all day. It doesn't matter. Where's he going to go? <laughs> <laughs> he can't leave. He's got um, insight, too. He's been around since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming full circle now. So. How about that? Yeah. I'm proud of you too. I mean, it should have been a disaster. You, the life. I mean, we threw you into everything so fast coming at you. I mean, I came into your life. I'll never forget when we just when we dropped you off. We're standing at that corner after that was a Super Bowl, and Wahlberg drove off with you. Yeah, the Super Bowl in the Arizona. Bowl. Uh, How badass was that? How had that BMW inside? Oh, of it? dude. <laughs> We're just walking on the side about, of the road, yeah. and oh, then he pulls down up. The side there? Yeah, it pulls up in a black suburban. He's like, hey, Mark Walker, yeah, pulls up in a black suburban, rolls the window down. He's like, hey, what's up? What y'all doing? He's like, ah, I kind of this goes, Come on, let's go, let's go have a good time. And, and I, I'm kind of thinking in my head, yeah. And he goes, no, Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't even standing next to me. You were farther behind me. Yeah, dude. So he I saw mean, me, and he's like, hey, come, come on. on. Yeah, Hunter went and hung out with them, and Marcus and I went to bed. Yeah. Yeah, you should, man. The fact that you're a college grad, I'm just good job. I'm not the last compliment I'm paying you now that you work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. wanted you to know that I love you. From this point on, I love you too. It's all game. <laughs> We've had a very long, crazy ride. Lots of journeys. Yeah. Lots of stories. Uh, overseas trips. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
We've come a long way since that freaking video when we started playing video games. Mm -hmm. That's how I got in it for any of you guys who step up to be dads. And when you step in everybody, you gotta find an end, right? You gotta find some kind of we never actually sat down and talked about all this. Mm -hmm. I do a decent job helping raise you. For sure. Yeah. Hunter, so just for backstory, Hunter was twelve, right? Uh it was like eleven or twelve. Yeah. And he, when Marcus when and I, I came strolling in the now, door. When Marcus and I met, we met and immediately the next day. Like so we'll tell that story. Yeah. So, on blind date and I freaking uh, Now I had dated before, but I never really brought guys around Hunter. I mean, I brought like some guy friends around him and um Yeah, but a man walked through the door. Bop, yeah, I boom, never boom. had <laughs> a man spend the night at the house um with Hunter there. So that was like I I kept my life very separate, like mom life to whatever. So Hunter <laughs> comes home and Marcus is literally already moved in after one night. And he's like, what is going on? It was just such a weird. That was fun, man. It was such a weird thing, but Marcus handled it really well. That was a great time. Hunter just handled it. Straight, we were gone for two weeks on vacation and then. Yeah. Come back, come back, like, oh, Crazy hey, hey there. moved into the house. Oh, when you come on vacation, hey, guess who's here? Surprise. Yeah. Well, He's living on, with us now. Was, <laughs> <laughs> while I was so on this vacation. Yeah, so this happened. So this goes. We were on vacation, and while I was on vacation is when you and I first started talking. That's right. And so Hunter and my little sisters, they saw me talking to you on the phone all freaking night long scared me a few times yeah because i'm normally i go to bed really early i do not stay up late i've never been one of those moms to like hang out with the kids all night and i was on the phone until like four or five in the morning and the kids would come upstairs and i'm up they're like what what are you doing who are you talking to they just could not understand why i was on the phone so much and then when we get back Hunter went somewhere for two weeks, like camp, my right? dad's or camp or something, and then comes back. And by that time, I had already met Marcus. He had already moved in. <laughs> and Hunter comes back and he's like, wait, what? Um, what a time. And now here we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was a big, like, rush. Um, but it was it good. It was, but, I mean, we haven't looked back and yeah. it's been a great ride ever since. I mean, yeah, we have fun. Did you have fun? <laughs> I, I haven't stopped having fun. Now, oh, man, I think of some of the stuff you got hooked up with coming through. And I, <laughs> I, I just all of our friends always say when they die and come back, they, they want to they want to come back. <laughs> as come back as my ki our kid, because, which is uh, fair. That's fair. <laughs> He's had some really cool moments, but you've handled it with class every time. So we're very proud of you. I've had some great teachers. You've not yeah. gone overboard, um, which you could have done. You could have completely gone off the yeah, rails. And if you have, that means you've hidden it so well that I taught you everything <laughs> I know <laughs> and keeping that away from your mother who can find anything. Yep. <laughs> she can move satellites around in space. It's the weirdest thing. I'm with a phone call. Don't, don't think that's not possible. Yeah. So if you've kept Kept it going, just well, well done. Though. We're very proud of right, you. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Now that we got the young ones, you got to make sure you pass, help us on the pass down. Yeah. Um, okay, so we were going to go back through 2022, and I just wanted to read off 
uh, the list of the podcasts that we've done in 2022. Just a little flashback and as a shout out, as a thank you to everybody who came on. We have Gunnery Sergeant Christian Bussler. He was a retired mortuary affairs Marine. And he wrote a book called No Tougher Duty, No Greater Honor. That was a great episode. Well, that's that's exactly how you, I would say about that job. Yeah. Every job that we have in the civilian world out here is mimicked in, inside the military. Or think about it, vice versa. The military is real, how it really works, kind of runs. I mean, right. the country does run off the military as well. But to be around that all the time, it, whether there's a war on or not, dude, you know, they're dying. So they're always having to deal with that. Yeah, we had Michelle Black. She's a Gold Star Widow and author of Sacrifice, A Gold Star Widow's Fight for the Truth. Um, her husband was a Green Beret. Yeah. Um, we had Dr. Patrick Bisher. He's a former Navy SEAL and author of Warrior of God. Yeah. And founder of Grit Academy. Zachary Bell, a.k.a. the veteran with the sign. He's got a great social media platform where he holds up. I can't drive down the road without thinking about every time I yeah. see, see one. Yeah, yeah. see Somebody, like yeah, a cardboard something. sign. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great uh, platform for just positive messages. Good dude. Yeah, for veterans. Uh, Dale Brisby. How about that cowboy? Uh, great story. What's his? Radiator Ranch. Now, what's his That's saying, it. though? Greatest bull old son. Old son. Old son. Old son. Hey, old son. Yeah, we love Dale Brisby. He's actually <laughs> become a good yeah. friend. And, Y'all know uh, who he is. You check that out. Yeah, he's got a Netflix show called How to Be a Cowboy. And it's actually really funny. Marcus and I sat and binge-watched the whole thing. He's He's got a great personality, really funny guy. Um for all y'all coming in from California and New York and, and you're moving down here in Texas, you know, we got some rules. We're going to explain them to you. <laughs> yeah. All right. And there's some customs and traditions that we follow that they don't follow in other states. It's not more or less a law, but it is a rule. So there's a few boys down here that can show you some of the things we do. And uh, Dale's one of them. The best governor of Texas, Rick Perry. Yep. He is just amazing. Um, the guy with too many titles. Yeah, yeah he has. He, when, so when, uh, when you walk yeah. in the door and no one knows what to call you, right. yeah. that's Sec- how you know you've done some Secretary good. Secretary of Energy. <laughs> Gov, <laughs> he'll always be Gov to me. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, in 20 yeah. years, he'll Gov, right? always be Gov. He's like the ultimate just you know, a big leather motorcycle jacket. It just says it on the back of it, man. Yeah. If you ever wanted to, I mean, truthfully, somebody who cares about the country. No. Genuinely mm-hmm. great man. Like one of them. Yeah. That's, there's he not very many of them. He's one on of them, his man. way here to pick up trash out of 290. How about that? Which yeah. is in our podcast studio. Which ended up not being trash. trash. We'll it post it on our Patreon for people to see. There's this gaudy gold framed picture it's huge and he actually he was on his way here from austin and he pulled over on the side of the road because this big old picture flew out of someone's truck and he picked it up y'all need to y'all aren't thinking like the way we're trying to explain right now is not 
I know when you're, what you're thinking in your mind. There's this little frame thing with a picture. No, 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 no. This thing has a huge <laughs> frame around it. Two of them, matter of yeah. fact. That's a good two like and a, a half it, inch, three yeah, inch. Yeah, how tall is that? Yeah. Four feet? Yeah, yeah it's a huge like picture. Like a large living room size picture. <laughs> I mean, it would go it, over someone's if it mantle. If flew out of somebody's truck, there's no way in hell it should look like that. <laughs> Moreover, look, we have a peacock in the back. Yeah, and it's got a peacock on it. Okay, we've got Tommy O'Hare. He's a 22-year veteran of the NYPD and a former Army Mastery Sergeant. That Think about great, that. That's a that's great a story. Double threat guy. Like yeah, we had like Robert Paler. I think about him all the time. Like, mm-hmm. he... <laughs> not like that, babe. Don't look at me like that. No. Well, I mean, I got, got admitted this is what's going to start happening. Oh, my way. gosh. He's like, a college kid. He's Hunter's age. It's even worse. Oh, so. my gosh. Stop. Young man. I, do I need to get back in the gym? I Flex think that about, up. You see what that says right there? Oh, my gosh. I think about his story all the time. This kid. Remind me about it? Because I completely forgot about him. Oh, Matter of fact, stop. I have no idea who he is. Yes, you do. He this was, is the same problem we ran into at Wahlberg. Oh my gosh, stop. Okay, he is the UC Berkeley, um, he was a rugby player, and he, someone hit him super shitty, and he became paralyzed. And he was told he would absolutely never walk again. He was like, like, real, real hurt. Oh, and, I remember who he is. Um, not only did he just work his ass off on even just being able to wiggle his toes, he was able to go back to Berkeley, graduate from Berkeley, and walk across the stage, which I just think that's, like, such a cool story. Um, Yeah, and he actually posts, you can follow him on Instagram, and he posts daily videos. I'm going to follow him all right. (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) And he gets, (laughs) oh, my gosh, he gets, uh, he posts, like, how many days it's been. Every day he'll say, like, it's been a 1,000 whatever days since his injury. Um, anyway, super inspiring guy. Mike Etor. Wisdom. He, I read, read the book every day. Yeah, he's a retired Marine Corps. I'm not making that up either. It's true. Officer. Out there by the toilet. <laughs> sure you your best wisdom. Um, he's founder of the um, Fidelis. Is that how you say it? Yeah. A leadership group. And he has written a couple of books about wisdom, and it's like the Stoics. He, he, it's it's good because he takes all the the wisdom from the Stoics back in the day from mm-hmm. Marcus Aurelius, and, and just Zeno, breaks it down, and breaks real it down, and, mm-hmm. then, and the the way he did it was great because he has the the, the, the sayings because wisdom's real short. Yeah. And but then he'll have a, an example in his life how it, it it applied. So it's it's good stuff. Okay, Angela Rose. She was one of the. She got kidnapped. Yeah, awesome lady. Outside of the mall. Um, this was back. Speaking of twenty five years ago, when there was no cell phones, we're about the same age. I think a year apart. She was in high school, working at the mall. Goes to her car, and someone had been following her and parked next to her, abducted her when she was trying to get in the car. And um, anyway, crazy story. Um, just unbelievable fight and grit inside her. Uh, and, yeah, amen to that. Yeah, and she's now the founder of PAVE, and it's an organization where she helps um, victims of sexual assault. Um, I also think about her all of the time, too. Uh, Rich Ace Franklin, three-time MMA world champion, VP of One Championship. Host, Best ever. <laughs> host of One Got the Warrior magazine series. right over there. And 
the Quite Franklin podcast. Um, Kara Chamberlain, she was also... Which we never got invited on, did we? I'm going to talk to old Rich about that. <laughs> uh, Kara Chamberlain was also... was so crazy. We had two um, abduction podcasts or two interviews really close together. Kara was also kidnapped um, by a serial killer. Um, and she she was 15 years old. And she escaped. Then she became a police officer. Yeah. Um, and she's a survivor advocate as well. It's a great story. I think they're making a Lifetime movie right now. Oh, are they? I saw on her Instagram the other oh day. Oh, my gosh. They talked about awesome. that, didn't we? I went I with her. So. I was like, man, there's something like that's got to yeah. happen. She's yeah, too inspirational for it. Absolutely. Not to. That'd be awesome. Todd DeGhetto. Yep, the skipper. Um, Todd DeGhetto was one of Marcus's skippers in the SEAL teams. He is a retired Navy captain out of 30 years in the SEAL teams. He's badass. Yep. Um, he's also a speaker for our Team Q speakers. Uh, Travis Wilson, retired Green Beret and founder and CEO of Elite Performance. Uh, Elite, I'm sorry, Alpha Elite Performance. We have Brian Reese, founder and CEO of the VA Claims Insider, former Air Force officer and author of You Deserve It. Dustin Defenderfer. 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 Founder of. It's tough to say his name. Yeah. Yeah, the bear rug. Yeah, the bear rug. Yeah. Okay. He sent us a bear rug. Yeah, full on. Full on. We'll also. It's in there? Yes. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, we I will post really. a picture. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll post a picture for the Patreon subscribers of the bear rug. Um, it's really cool. He has found. Can't a- believe what shows up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually. Crazy. I mean, it's unbelievable what shows up here. Mm-hmm. This is its own treasure chest. Yeah. <laughs> and we appreciate the bear rug. Oh you yeah. Say man. thank you I, for bear that, rug. Well, that guy was great. Yeah. Matter of fact, they drop some pretty good challenges when they send stuff in here. I got to come up with some crafty right, things to send back out. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, how do I top that? Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Tracy Walder, former CIA. Yeah. She had a crazy story. She wrote a book called The Unexpected Spy. I feel like she's just one you want to have in your crew as a friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because. What all of y'all out there, when y'all think about us and our agencies and what spies look like and what they don't look like, and I mean, if you want to talk about un, what's its unexpected spy, right? Yeah, unexpected yeah, that, spy. I mean, she's she nailed that. Also mm-hmm. has a uh, Instagram, and she breaks down like current events, what's going on into like a layman's terms of what it means, mm-hmm. like when they're talking about um, classified documents. She'll really break that oh, down. I'll break it down to you right now. You ain't supposed to have those. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking period. Yeah, but yeah. she goes into details about the current events. If you are interested in that kind of stuff, I would definitely follow her on Instagram. She's got a if great That is even platform. up for debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stephanie Herzog. She is... Yeah, her son, Max. Her son, Max. A great family. That's the Connecticut family. That is the Connecticut family. <laughs> I want to make sure we buddied up with them, man. They were love great. this family. Marcus went out there to yeah, do a speech. That, that. We really had no idea. You think everybody up there is mean, and it's just like mm-hmm. no one goes the best. Yeah. Scenery. I mean, just the be- food. So when Marcus gets hired to do speeches. Yes, we did. When uh, Marcus does speeches, we don't really find out much about the group until like the day of or the day before. And I knew that we were going speak to, it was like a fundraising thing. That's basically all I knew. 
And we get there, and this family was just, they just welcomed us with open arms. They literally felt like they've been part of our family forever. Yeah. The granddad's a badass. So, like, <laughs> okay, so it's a big deal when you drop, when a, when a man says something or when he puts a fence around something. Mm-hmm. When a dude drops a flag. Oh, yeah. That means something completely different. Yes, it does. And granddad's, I mean, when his boy got sick, he's like, watch this. And freaking drop that flag down, and that whole family, that town, really, man. It's the whole town. It, it's one of those kind of deals where everyone knows everyone. What well, the picturesque beach community that knows everyone. Like I'm guys, sure books are written, written about, about it. You know, this. Hemingway yeah. probably town. had to throw some towns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that, man. This town is picture perfect in Connecticut on the beach. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful ocean and. This family and really everyone in the whole town yeah, the was, was so freaking sure showed out for nice. this whole thing, man, and had a blast. Is it awesome. similar to that? Uh, not Rosemary in Florida. Florida. What's that other one right next to it? Uh, Alice Beach or whatever. Or man, I've never seen anything know. like this. Place. We've That's never seen anything, I've never like, seen this. anything like it. This, it's its own yeah deal. And and because it's like. In the north, you just automatically think that they're going to be rude because that's just the rumor. I think you got to get through a lot of rudeness to get to them. Yeah. But I mean, they're in there. They're tucked in there pretty deep. <laughs> they were so freaking nice. And um, anyway, we just, we've adopted this family like our own. <laughs> yeah, we redneck cousin them. <laughs> <laughs> we just show up now, man. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Uncle Eddie. That's our show up. <laughs> yeah. Their um, son, Max, has. Um, a, a very rare type of muscular dystrophy called Duchenne. And they started this organization called Cure Rare Disease. And they've actually helped a lot of different um, children and, yeah. with rare diseases. And I just, anyway. If you're not familiar with what that one is, it, it makes makes him look like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. He's probably, what is he, seven? Mm-hmm. And he looks like a, a yeah. amazing calves. Yeah. Like if you if you saw that body on a, on an adult, you'd be like, "Whoa, yeah, way to go, <laughs> way, it, way to go, yeah. put some work in." Yeah, it's like that guy is all strength. I mean, because we see him too, his personality, Max. He's just yeah, he's, he's freaking... very sweet kid. <laughs> the whole family. The whole family's great, man. Um, so we love the Herzog family. Uh, Jason Coger, he was the first bilateral arm amputee in the world yeah. to receive two bionic hands. He's author of Handed a Greater Purpose. Um, ben, see what he did there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He yeah would, you got a greatest sense of humor like that after getting yeah, something like that. That was a that great one. story, too. Yeah, I mean, just he, a, yeah, he had a regular, yeah, regular yeah. dad, got, just <laughs> every day, he was riding around on the four-wheeler. He was regular until he wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now he's bionic. Yeah, now he's bionic. Um, yeah. No, he. that was a really good story. All of these stories were great. Ben Kessling, the Wall Street Journal correspondent, former Marine Corps infantry yeah. officer, and author of Bravo Company. Yeah, that um, good, good that was a great story. Colin O'Brady, the American professional. He's a straight up war correspondent. That's what, that's uh, what Ben he, Kessling, yeah. 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 Uh, so we had Colin O'Brady. Um, he trekked across Antarctica. Yeah. Right? Antarctica, yeah, on it, his it, own power. 
I mean, just like yeah, he's going after something else too. No motors. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he go to Yale? Uh, One of the overachieving nexuses that we shouldn't have on here. <laughs> I don't think about? I don't know if he went to I Yale. Did. <laughs> we need to go back and listen to that one. Cross he's yeah, and yeah. Uh, and Everest. Yeah, he's the one that um, he's going to he the, the Dead fun Sea scale. The scale, fun scale, type one fun, type yeah. two fun. Remember he talked That's about right. like type one funs laughing and watching a great movie. Type two fun was um, it's fun when it's not happening, happening, but a week later <laughs> yeah, you like it. Right. Like he put fun into perspective. You're talking about putting some thought into something. Yeah. yeah. That's when you're trekking across hey, Antarctica. Yeah, that's what that is. That's what that is. <laughs> time to think and really get into it. And yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay, we had Jericho Denman. He's a retired Army Ranger and uh, senior Jericho's content production manager at Black Rifle Coffee Company. Uh, we had... Funny God, dog. That guy's got some... His sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Mike and Ray on to talk about uh, the story of Medal of Honor recipient Michael Monsoor, uh, which is a Great story. He's one of ours. Yes. Michael. Um, yes. Travis Osborne, which was the Green Beret Pulled medic my ass off the mountain. that um, attended to Marcus when he was in the village. Uh, we had Mike McCastle, who is also an extreme athlete um, and a performance coach, world record holder, and he has something called the 12 Labors Project. How about that one? Yeah, he's. I mean, we because we talked to him about. It, I was like, hey man, you need to put a title on. Yeah. After you finish those, that, that's a lifetime thing he's going after, right? Yeah, it's it like really each one is. of those. Yeah, that's right. Benjamin Sledge, um, he was the eleven-year combat veteran, Bronze Star, Purple Heart recipient. He was the one that, um, like, everybody in his family had served, yeah. basically. And they um, made movies about him. Yeah, um, Mike Shorman, first athlete. With disabilities to cross all five Great Lakes. Uh, yeah. I think he did that on a paddleboard. Yep, paddleboard. Uh, Nelly Attar. Shake your jelly with Nelly. Shake your jelly with Nelly. <laughs> she was a Lebanese uh, national born in Saudi Arabia and became one of the first Arab women to summit K2. She's really kind of broken. Her dad, right, was a big p- push on that. Yeah. yeah. Motivated her. Mm-hmm. But yeah. her, um, she has become like this huge. Yeah, she's. Inspiration Absolutely. for women in sports Everywhere, in the yeah, Arab yeah. countries. Uh, ben Askren, collegiate wrestling record holder. Um, he had the Team USA Olympian, professional mixed martial artist, UFC championship fighter, and now he's got a bunch of uh, like wrestling. Oh yeah, he's bad at real smart. Yeah, uh, like wrestling schools. Schools, yeah. Uh-huh. Like a, a true. Teacher of the He's game. A teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Him and his brother do it too, right. I think. Yep. Um, Mark Lauren, he uh, he's the one who changed really the, the physical training in the army and he like focused on uh, like strength and conditioning. He had a really good just that's athlete right. story. Rishi Sharma, 25-year-old on a mission to meet... How about that kid? ...an interview, World War II mm-hmm. veterans of the Allied countries. We... There you go. How about that freaking dude? We love this kid. Drive. This kid is on this mission with no money, <laughs> like... No, I mean, you would talk... Uh, straight gate to heaven. Yeah. Let all the freaking elders love you. Uh-huh. And he's living <laughs> out of... Like, who was the last person you were with before you died? Was anybody seeing you? Well, there was this random dude who came over and asked me about my life. 
when you're a kid, like most people who, who no, just some No, just some yeah. guy. Yeah, buddy, you're good. Yeah, and he's living out of his car to do it. Can you believe he that? has no money. And that's, I really, I hope in 2023. It's we, more than that, too, man. He kept going through the numbers. He's like, oh, you know, yeah. you know, like well, how do you do this? He's like, well, you know, I got to kind of get around that part and do yeah, this. Yeah, he has, I gotta figure it out. he yeah. has nothing. He's Does he even go fund me? No, no, he's doing it because he loves it. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it for any other reason. He loves listening. You know, so you to tell them stories when he leaves them. Man, you don't understand when they start talking to you. Like mm-hmm. really, really, like not talking. old people telling you something to do. Like the normal, the no. elders. Excuse me, not old, yeah. the elders. Mm-hmm. But when they open up, you never see that side of them. No. And he really has found a family within these World War II veterans. Like, they have become his family. Mm-hmm. And I, anyway, what I was saying is, in 2023, I really hope that T&Q can partner with him somehow and help spread the stories that he's he's creating. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's something there. We need to figure that out. I don't know how that's going to work, but I I really hope in 2023 you see more of Rishi Sharma from T&Q. Uh, Brother Luck. Brother Luck was the celebrity chef. Man, how about that handle? Yeah. You always want some Brother Luck in in the kitchen, man. Yeah, he's got a great story. Mental health advocate, and he wrote a book called No Luck's Given. That's right. That's a great title. Yeah, yeah, another one. Okay, Keith Nightingale. (laughs) The Nightingales. This guy has accomplished so much. He's the one guy... Where, where, when you read his bio and his resume, it's, it's, there's so much stuff in there that it's made up. Uh-huh. You think it's made up? Like we had to. Like we called, both yeah. everyone. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, like hardcore checking that, like the, like you know these dudes know this guy. Mm-hmm. And and we put out those feelers. And we're sitting around waiting, and then some of the texts I would get back, and he goes, and one of them was like, "Oh yeah, I know it all sounds like fabricated bullshit, but dude's legit." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it said. Dude's legit. We vetted him because it sounded like too awesome to be true. And I mean, calling guys who don't even like guys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even if they were good, they'd be like, "No, he's a piece of shit." He's, but not, no, no everybody. That. Not about the nightingales. Yeah. Keith I'm sure Nightingale. It's Florence Nightingale's relative down the road. You look at that woman did for us. She was wonderful. So his he actually has a couple of books out, um, and I need to order them. It's on my, they're in my Amazon cart. Um, I recommend everyone listen to his story. He's just really incredible. He's been in every conflict basically since Vietnam, and he's not. He's not cocky about it or anything. He's a super he's, humble he's like guy. He's like, man, he wrote the protocols for anything that was badass. Mm-hmm. And his mission right now is to um, tell people about the Normandy, the D-Day thing. Yeah. So this June, we're going to try to actually That'd go cool, right? out to Normandy and see mm-hmm. what he does. But he has really helped kind of put together this anniversary, D-Day anniversary in Normandy. And that's really his biggest passion wow. is sharing those stories. So Talk about a wealth of knowledge. That's the one dude you want to stumble into a bar one day and just kind and of sit in, a, in the corner and just let that sucker start talking. Mm-hmm. And then we have David Neese and Trent Gibson, The Gift, the story of Medal of Honor yeah. recipient uh, Jason Lee Dunham. Yeah, Dunham. Yeah, great story those guys were great too so that wraps up 2022 who we had on the podcast and uh, we're really excited about 2023 marcus is about so marcus every single year um we kind of 
hide this. I don't know if we've ever. No, we don't hide it anymore. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever talked I mean, about everybody it. Everybody knows where I'm at. It's out there. Well, it's out there to our friends, but a lot of people don't understand. Marcus actually goes to Pensacola every February, ever since we've been married. Um, and he spends a few weeks out there doing physical rehab. Um, ever since his accident, he's. Um, He's gotten a really no accident. <laughs> He's gotten a really good uh, relationship. Hold on there, Missy. Really good relationship with the guys at Andrews Institute. Pensacola is my second home. I'm a Pensacola gangster, man. That place <laughs> is awesome. Man, yeah, I, I don't have any problem people knowing where I'm at at that time. Yeah. You got to find me, whatever. But yeah. Uh, don't come find me. I'm doing my physical therapy there. Yeah, he does his physical therapy every day, and he does it for. A few weeks, and then he comes home, and he's good all year. He kind of practices what he – it's like a jump start every year. Yeah, it's a good reset. Yeah, and what's neat is during that time, the combine kids, the college kids going up to the draft, uh, the, in, the NFL, football players, yeah. yeah, going to the NFL – they are there at the same time, That's and right. so Marcus tends to pick on them. I'm their mental coach, <laughs> and my boys go first round, first pick. You know what I'm saying, Dude, I've been doing this long. I got over 14 years. I got a third of the league in under my watch, so it's a thing for me now. I yeah, hope now I don't get paid for it enough, man. It's just me and, them and, and those other coaches in there putting them suckers through the ringer. Oh, and there's SF guys. In there. Yeah, there's also other SF guys also doing physical therapy. Like Marcus, it's the best is. place on the planet. Yeah, but Marcus, um, it's not solicited training. He just kind of goes up there and gives these guys like a Hey boy, what you got, man? Tell me about it. I saw you on the national. You know all them kids. So they probably think he's a crazy old, you know. White on my face? No, I really get in. Wait till I turn 50, man. It's on, dude. (laughs) I guarantee you they think you are just batshit crazy. They do. They probably do. They do. (laughs) If someone don't know who I am when I walk in there, it takes, like, before some... Eventually, they'll be like, man, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. who's this tatted at? They probably think you're a drug dealer Because as soon as I walk in, I'm freaking screaming, you know. I can see it. it, Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's, gosh! It's awesome, especially with the linemen. You know, they're all six fifty and oh, nine hundred yeah, pounds, yeah, definitely. and just awesome. That this the talent with Specimen, these kids. Yeah. That's how I get a read on the gen- next generation coming up. Mm-hmm. I deal with their alphas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I sit there with them for weeks. And I mean, by the time we're done, I I keep in touch with a lot of them. I mean, I, yeah. I, it's a family thing. If they ever need anything, not just football, I mean, it's a life thing. Well, Damien and I talk all the time. Yeah, there's been a couple of guys over the years that we've stayed in touch with, and it's just really neat to see them grow in they their career. Spread through the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to watch them become stars. And, and then, and, oh, it's a, I'm so proud of them, man, just mm-hmm. to watch them do that. And the cool part is, is we have them in there training to go, and they're scared. Oh, yeah. And then you got these the, the SF dudes in there have been blown up and shot. Right. Yeah, right. most of them are amputees yeah, or of some burnt. sort. Yeah, burnt. Yeah. And so we're in there working out together, and they're just kind of like, it reminds us how strong we used to be, and then it reminds them, it's like, hey, man, you can go through anything. Right, yeah. Are they still calling it Exos? Because they change the no, name changed, all the no. time. Yeah, it changes every three. It's whatever. through the Andrews Institute in Pensacola or Gulf Breeze. Um, I'm going to look you, up the If there name. was a place that ever put out what they said that was 
That's yeah. That place. What they were supposed to is that place, man. Like I have to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's good to have a routine like that too to reset yourself. And There's a kid yourself. there. There's a couple dudes that's been with since the beginning. Yeah. There's a guy, my coach, Coach Anthony. He he he's been there. He put more guys back into the show. He's probably the best coach on the planet of Earth. I believe. And it. he won't even tell you that. He's a Mississippi kid. Just <laughs> loves to, all he loves to do is hunt. Yeah. And and train. Yeah. Train people. And I mean, all everyone goes through him. Yeah. And you'd never know it. Those are the ones that get overlooked. Oh, yeah. Him, there's nothing to do with the name Russ. And they run that program for And they've been around. They don't get near the credit they should. But, I mean, I, I you can't believe who's gone through that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many. And, I mean, I mean the money just... that they generate for this entire right. United States. Just... And they don't make nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just football, too. No, like, it's everything. For, baseball. Yeah, throughout they, the year. Soccer, they have people coming in from out of the country coming in. Yeah, they have athletes of all kinds. It's really neat to see... I've when, before the kids got into school, I used to go with Marcus, Whoa, and uh, we had a great time doing. It. That was our deal. Yeah, right? we had fun doing it. But um, ever since the kids started school, I can't just leave for the month of February. Um, but I do. Bummer. Mobile father. I'll be real bad if I don't go do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not calling you out I'm, on I'm it. I'm saying out. I'm I can't. Just, I can't know. go. But. Um, but no, it's just a really neat place, and it's kind of created like a little family atmosphere there. So in February, we will have we we might do one um, replay of an old episode or something, and that's because Marcus is Man, doing his. I don't thing. want anybody to know about that place. It's so it's like hidden. Yeah, it's definitely a gem. Oh yeah, <laughs> Hunter, you got to do some extra like some yeah, stuff there. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there a few times. Yeah, you got to do some training. Yeah, it's a really, really neat place. And they have something called the Eagle Fund where um, you can, that. yeah, you can donate and uh, the donations help former, uh, I think it's, is it just special forces? I'm not just sure. To, I don't even know if we're taking donations anymore, man. No, you are oh, because they I, sent me a link. Oh, um, it's like, man, huh? Yeah, it's good. It's the eaglefund.org. And that one works. Yeah, Marcus. It started on me and another uh, Delta guy. Yeah, Marcus was we're their the first, first two there. First guinea pig back in what two thousand? <laughs> and that's what we were. Two thousand seven or eight? Eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's us. That's wrap up for twenty twenty two. Hunter, what did you you want to talk football? Uh. Well, I mean, while we're on that football topic with uh with all those guys. Obviously, have a big football game coming up here. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be just around that Super Bowl time. So, got to ask everybody, who uh, who you got? Who's your teams? Okay, I'm not real up to date with football. So right now... I'll give you the rundown of who's playing. Yeah. At the time of this recording, going into the championship, you have San Francisco playing... Uh, it's the Chiefs and Bengals. First off, I think Joe Burrow is going to take it all the way. Well, it's a Burrow's family, obviously. Okay, I mean, we, we are a huge LSU Joe family. Burrow. So we don't even have... 
It's the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. hey, man, they're doing good. So, yeah, they've had a heck of a season. Eagles, right. Eagles have done really good. And they're about to do. Philadelphia gets pissed. I mean, it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, my prediction, Eagles are going to win the championship. They're going to be playing Eagles and Bengals. Bengals are going to take it all the way. When the last time? So the Bengals have been in the Super Bowl recently, right? Last year. Last year. Last year, yeah. Philadelphia was when? I don't know. Now we're getting into real football. It's been a minute. It's been a minute? I have no idea. Is, Hall, I is love Mahomes Joe back Burrow. on the line? Is his ankle still tweaked or is he still good? So they say he's not going to be 100%, but he will most likely be playing. I'm kidding. Um, man. He don't give a yeah, he's a, he's a tough guy. Texan, Texan boy. Yeah, Texan guy. Much love for that. But He should really opt to go to the Texans. I'm just saying. There's a lot of people. There should be a rule in Texas. I feel like there should be a rule, right? I mean, yeah, that if you're from Texas. There's own underground rules in here about it. Like, man, like, we're going to put some time into you. Yeah. If you're going to claim to be from Texas, you need to play ass. for a Texas yeah. team. So Just saying. From this website right here, it's saying the Eagles won in 2017. That's right. I knew it had been. In... All right. So then what about San Francisco? How long has it been? San Francisco... I want to say since I was a kid, like Jerry Rice era. Oh, like young and oh my gosh, I have a funny story. This was before you and I met, babe. Hunter always started out like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was not bad, but Hunter got home from school. His like practice had gotten canceled. He always had sports on the weekends, and some whatever it was got canceled. This was like a Friday at maybe 3.30. Yeah, I had just gotten home from school. Just got home from school. And I was like, do you want to go to a movie? We were looking at movies. I was like, do you want to go on a on a well, trip this no. weekend? I couldn't figure out what to do. I just wanted to get out of the house. We had So we were looking at movie times on the computer. Yeah. We found a movie. We were like, all right, we're going. I'm going I'm gonna to go upstairs to change because I had my school clothes on. Go upstairs to change. Come back down. She's like... Actually, I just bought tickets to San Francisco. Yeah, and I'm like, let's go to a football game. How fat fo- ass of a mom is that? I said, let's, <laughs> let's just go to a football game. Again? Yeah. <laughs> With your life, dude. <laughs> With your life. So, I think I want to come so, back as Hunter, too. So I, I went, I went hell, straight man? back upstairs, packed for the weekend, and, and we took a, a flight out to San Francisco. That, that no one gets to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. Was, it so, was crazy. What the hell? <laughs> we ended up going. John, you? No, not one. <laughs> I never even got brought up to my family. Uh-uh. <laughs> not, not even a... Movies, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to see Forrest Gump? Yeah, there was something to you, right? <laughs> so by like 5 o'clock, we were at the airport, and we went to San Francisco. I think I got our hotel when we arrived into San Francisco. Yeah, there'll be one there. And um, we ended up going to a 49ers game. Who did they play? I don't even remember. I cannot remember that. Oh hell, man! I don't remember. Uh, it, was it was so. It was just so. It was spontaneous. so impromptu, but it was so fun just to get up, have zero plan. We went to um, Alcatraz. Alcatraz. We went to well, like, yeah, like we did. Old, it is. There's a lot to do up there. It's cool, man. Yeah, we did like all the San Francisco stuff. That was before it got all nasty and dirty. Yeah. But um, I mean, this was a long time ago. Yeah. But it was so fun. It, anytime I hear 49ers, I my brain goes to that game that Hunter yeah, and I back just in the old stadium. Like, randomly went to. And I was a huge 49ers fan growing up. Yeah, they won in 81, 84, 88, 89, and 94. Dang. Yeah, the 80s. They were on the man. I was thinking, I remember like the first football cards I had were all from that era. Yeah. That's like Joe Montana days. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jerry Rice. 
Um, and then they went in 2019. Great football. Steve yeah. Young, didn't you? Don't you have a jersey? I sure do. Um, <laughs> we got that from. Um, oh yeah, handed right sucker right over Super Bowl jersey. Uh, oh my gosh, that was at the Matthew Axelson golf tournament. Yeah. they had that. Great dude. Yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, interesting thing about the 49ers and the Bengals is the Bengals lost the Super Bowl in 88 to San Francisco and 81. Oh, rematch. So we could have a rematch on our go. hands, and that could be entertaining. Everybody in the comments, put uh, put your predictions. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So do we do like one of those betting things? I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> you can't believe what we're going to get into now. That he, that... Is that legal? Is betting legal? Ask I Mac. Don't call it that. Ask Mac. <laughs> not, not in Texas. <laughs> Tillman's working on it. No, probably shouldn't say that. But how do you do like those squares? That I mean, oh, that's that's just like at, at yeah, home stuff. We can do that. Where's that whiteboard at? We start. Should we do a T and Q squares? Yeah. So mo- mo- yeah, we can do a T and Q squares. Everybody like gets a square. Tote, tote board. Winner Tuesday. gets a whole bunch of merch, like a uh, some some cool unreleased stuff. How many people could you get into that? You can get, I mean, you can get as many people as you want. Like the Patreons? Yeah. Patreons yeah. could do it. And we could, we can give them a cool kind of unreleased box. Oh, it oh cool that's stuff. a good idea. Start getting them involved a lot more. Yeah, I think that'd uh-huh. be, that'd be awesome. Bring them in the fold. Put them in the comments. All right. If you're a Patreon. Yeah. If you want to do the squares, put it in the comments. All right. Well, is that a wrap on 2022? We're excited about 2023. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Morgan. Oh, my gosh, Morgan. How about that, dude? How about Morgan? freaking proud of morgan um obviously this show it's titled team never quit podcast marcus and morgan which we've always wanted that to happen and just fly but morgan had this ambition to run for congress and ever since he's been running um he couldn't do he couldn't record so i've been filling in for that just me and you babe everybody so. comes in here and then they go on a bigger <laughs> they go that's what yeah. they do. don't stay in the nest too long yeah. get what you need fly. to know and get the hell on and go, go so do great things. um 2023 and beyond it is marcus and myself um and we got him over there and we got hunter and, and we got john got the crew yeah, the this is the crew. So you will see some transitioning of like logos and that kind of stuff from Marcus and Morgan to Marcus and Melanie. Um, and we got to go to DC. Yeah, DC his... was such a fun time. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely going to shift a little bit because our perspective when he's in there. Don't think I'm not going to have some fun with this. Yeah. Marcus really I'll wants. I'll be your inside government asset. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I go out there and see what I see, I'm going to tell you straight up what's happening. Well, we got to go um, what we thought we were going for the swearing in. And we were there for almost the full, what, five days yeah. or whatever. And we never got to see him get sworn in because they were arguing the whole time. Yeah, couldn't they pick a could speaker not the house. agree on a speaker. So we missed Morgan swearing in. It was 2 a.m. or something anyways. Which 
I stayed up and watched, which for me to stay up. I, I feel like we're kind of dorks now because who watches C SPAN? I do. I, <laughs> I do. Because my brother's up. Yeah. I mean, no, come on. I, don't tell anybody that. I freaking stayed <laughs> up like it was a football game. Yeah, right, I know, right? I was standing up yelling at the TV. And anyway, I got to see um, him get sworn in. But yeah, so we're super excited for Morgan. Um, on to bigger and better things. He got three committee nominations. Yeah. It's freaking awesome. Like a freshman taking 21 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like, what do you see? Let's yeah. see what this dude does. But we're so proud of him. And we know if anybody can do it, Morgan can. Oh, yeah. Um, He's like... I can't wait to see because they can't believe what we just trailed into that door. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what I'm talking about, like... He, most everyone thinks you got to have some kind of this, that, and the other. No, no, no. You can send one person in there and let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, like, by the time he's done, you know, he goes in and everyone's going to get to loving him. Yeah. And then they're going to see what he's all about. He had his... Uh... <laughs> I mean, he don't mess around. He's straight, head yeah. to toe legit, man. I mean... If you're not following Morgan's new Instagram, because he had to get a new Instagram, I don't know, like, congressman rules, but mm. um, it's Rep Latrell. Texas, or TX, R-E-P, Latrell, TX, and that's his new, um, like, platform to be able to share what's going on in D.C., and he just did his first, like, on-the-floor speech. How about that? Oh my gosh, it fired us up so much. He did so Sound well. Sound sophisticated when he's like, hey, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got a suit and tie on. Yeah, I'm so yeah. proud of him, man. Oh, how is I that? I mean, don't, don't ever, don't look at me and think that that's my book. We're completely different. <laughs> I'm a wild, I mean, anything bad, that's me. All right, anything good, that sucker, oh, that was him, man. He's, you're was, good, too. No, I just hold it well. I, you know, I just, I'm proud of him, man. I keep thinking about that. I, mean, I have to be good now all the time, which is somewhat unnerving. You know how hard that is? <laughs> so ever since Morgan got elected, Marcus has taken it upon himself to dress up everywhere he goes. Even the kid, like Axe's basketball game, he's mm-hmm. always dressed up. And so everyone thinks that Marcus <laughs> is Morgan. And You're not used to it. It's so no, funny. They haven't called me by my name in a long time. Yeah. It's ever since he got ever elected. But you know, the one time I decided to dress normal, I'm out there doing something, they'll be like, oh, there's my congressman. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, I have to deal with that now. Yeah. It was one of those things that we didn't know would transpire. I was like, did yeah. you, did I catch you? And like, no. Of course, my brother played. He's like, I was always my brother. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I was always my brother. Yeah, but it's been, that was just, that was a highlight of our 2022. How about that? On a family level is Morgan. We actually, Marcus and I worked the polls um, as volunteers. Uh, Made me do oh, it too. And Hunter oh, yeah, did you too. Yeah, you, but you and yeah. my yeah. government do, do one round of that. Yeah. Hunter and his friends worked the polls. and I mean, it was be a, mandatory in the high schools. It was a family Ooh, affair. You know what I'm talking about? Like, in to learn to, to get to make them work the polls and yeah. kind of do all that to see how it operates. I yeah. Shouldn't that be a thing for our government? Because. Well, they do a lot of voting at schools anyway. There's a lot of stuff we don't teach them that I think. I, We're getting off topic here because I feel that was, real that was a quick. Good one. When I was a kid, I think, I think I was in like third or fourth grade. I don't remember. Um, it was the year that Bush Senior was running against Dukakis, and I remember that because we used to call him Dukaka. Hmm. Um, they, our class, had the coolest thing. Our teachers created one sheets 
of all of the things that each uh, candidate believed in and was like running for. So it didn't have anything bad. There was no, you know, he said, she said, or like smear campaign stuff. It was just bullet points of what the accomplishments that each candidate wanted to achieve. And they would, they pass it out to every student and you would circle everything that you believed in on each sheet and whatever had the most, that's who you would vote for. And they had this cardboard cutout, kind of like a lemonade stand looking thing, this cardboard cutout voting box. And you got a voting, a little voting ticket. Um, You wrote who you were voting for. And on each side of the voting booth, they had a life-size cutout picture of each candidate, Bush and Dukakis. So in that yearbook, and I cannot freaking find it. I found it like five years ago, and I don't know where I put it. Um, There's a picture of me in the yearbook standing next to Bush Sr. And I'm little. I'm like third (laughs) or fourth grade or something. I don't remember. Um, I was definitely in elementary school. But... It was such a neat way for kids to learn how you vote. You vote yeah. based on what you believe in, but you, you're you voting based off of factual information, not this smear campaign bullshit. Mm-hmm. I hate the smear campaign stuff. Oh, that's a sin. You're not supposed to bear false I don't even know. Somebody. I'm pretty sure it's in there. I don't yeah, even know like <laughs> how to say this in there. without <laughs> saying a horrible word, but it is... It's just disgusting. And if you have to do that in order to gain recognition, then you're a piece of shit. Like, there's just no other word for it other than you're a piece of shit. Run on your own merit. Don't run on trying to bash somebody else. It's a bullshit, wimpy way of doing things. Like, it is. Run. It's cowardice. It's so cowardly. Just run on your own merit. We need to better our like campaign system we have to start running on our own merit on what we want to accomplish not on somebody else's faults or or lies about them a lot of it is just straight up lies which i don't even see how legally you could do that but they do anyway excited about 2023 and about the podcast and we are super appreciative of our patreon subscribers our sponsors Um, Navy Federal Credit Union has stuck with us. Um, This is the second year, and we just thank everybody for that. Probably one of my greatest accomplishments. (laughs) Who just thought back in the day of Navy Federal? Hey, I remember walking in their doors. (laughs) I mean, with my money, like, hey, can you hold this for me? So thank y'all for always watching out for us. God bless y'all. Yes, we appreciate everybody. We're out.